Hi everyone and welcome to the Football Bets For You podcast, episode number 9 of season 3. I am joined this week by Water. How's it going? Connor. How's things everyone? And Melon. Hello. Um, right, on this week's show we're going to be looking at the matches for the weekend. Uh, we're going to look at, I actually have a few questions I want to ask you about Ireland lads, so... Get your Ireland hats on. Um, I've got, <laughs> I've got. Uh, <laughs> get them outside the stadium for a two for fiver. Um, we'll update you on the competition and how great that went for the first week for everybody, and then we'll give out a few bets at the end of the show. So stick around for all that. First game of the week. What a game to start off with. Probably the game of the week. Newcastle versus Chelsea. Um, I'll throw out some odds straight away. He's 11-2 for Newcastle. He did the 5 for the draw and 4-9 for Chelsea. Great price in my opinion on Chelsea. Anyone else got anything to say about that? Fuck off. Nope. You spent ages talking about Chelsea last week. No, been no. International week since. So, no. I think we should talk about a great chance that Newcastle have and Jeff Hendrick to score a hat trick. <laughs> <He's, laughs> he is possibly the worst midfielder I've ever seen. He is robbing a living. Um, lads, Chelsea have been bashing people, as we all know, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, what score do you reckon they're going to bash Newcastle? You don't look at me as if like they're not bashing teams. Like They are bashing teams. Didn't bash Liverpool. Fuck Liverpool. Um, yeah, so score predictions, lads. Look, I won't spend ages on this one because we won't. We'll we'll try to keep this podcast within an hour. Um, so we'll we'll move on from okay. everything pretty quickly. I've got Bake Off to watch. <laughs> oh, great bit of Bake Off. <laughs> yeah, um, tell me, man. Tell me this week. Oh, who's in it? Four bakers. <laughs> Where's the four? Uh, semi final. All right, okay, sorry. Say quarter final. Yeah, look, good odds on Chelsea, I think, lads. Um, Newcastle haven't been playing playing well too lately. Uh, lost two 0 to Southampton in the last game. What score do you reckon, Connor? Or how do you reckon it goes? Do you reckon it'll be a bashing? Nah, two 0 2 Chelsea. Usually back from international week. None of the big sides really go off flying. They always get results, but it never. They're never as well drilled. They're never flying. They usually rest some players as well when they go a couple up. So they say 2 0 Chelsea. Uh, goal score because you're going to push me for one. Yeah, I am going to push you. Um, we'll go you pick, I, know, I know they're so good. It could literally be any one of them. But go on, pick one of the great 11. No, I was going to say there's only like two of them who actually could score. So that's why I was like tossing <laughs> up in the head. Yeah. I'm going to go with, with your mate with a. Uh, what does Walter call him again? Who, who, who is what, what's your man who Chelsea signed from Ajax? What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zicek? Yeah, him. Yeah. Right. So is that right? Or... Zicek. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was calling him that for a while. <laughs> this is actually the first time I'm hearing about this mispronunciation, so it's an idle fuck. Yeah, I, I, let, I let it go last week. It was funny. <laughs> Mala, what do you reckon? Um, 3 1 Chelsea, Timo Werner. Four scorer? Or... Anytime. 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 That's a safe one. Uh, War, what do you reckon? 2 uh, 1 Chelsea. Scorer. Uh, Mason Mount for his goal score. Oh, nice, nice bit. Of... Sorry, nice bit I of just knocked out John Jones. Sorry, sorry. Go on, continue. <laughs> Jeez. Is that real <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He's a joke. What was it? All round. Second round stoppage. That's poor. I would have stopped it. I would have stopped it in the first. It was pretty cold though, in his head anyway. John Jones alone. <laughs> if anybody is looking for some drugs, we can get in contact with John Jones. Uh, <laughs> last year, we'll move on before he hears that and then knocks me out. Because uh, I know he listens to this podcast, he's a big fan. Uh, <laughs> him and John, him and John are listening to it together. <laughs> so on Saturday at 3pm, we have Villa and Brighton, lads. Uh, 6-5 for Villa, 13-5 for the draw, and 2-1 for Brighton. Um, Grealish was was good for England, wasn't he? He's fucking Southgate didn't really fancy him, but he came in. And he's been around fucking deadly with them. Like, I think he kind of he suits him. I've got a sneaky feeling that he has the Rona, and it's gonna get figured out as soon as England finish. Just see him cough during the match or something. I saw him kissing Alan Brown. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. On the lips. Outside, outside a nightclub <laughs> or something, was it? <laughs> no, on, on the pitch. <laughs> oh, nice. Even better. Public display of affection there. Love it. Love to see it. Uh, 13 to 5 to draw and 2 to 1 for Brighton, lads. Have we seen Brighton getting a result here or getting that now? This? No. No. Nothing no. at all. Nothing at all. Um, can I get score predictions on this one, lads? Like I said, I don't want to spend ages on it. Um, just for the record, Villa will be Arsenal, obviously, 3 0 last week. A great result for them. Uh, Brighton, poor. Poor result against Burnley, nil all at home. So, um, obviously Villa are on better form. So, um, score predictions, Mel. Uh, Villa two one, Ollie Watkins for a score. Ooh, nice. Uh, Water. I was going to go two nil Villa with Watkins first goal scorer as well. Right, and Connor. I was going to say two nil, but I'm going to go to uh, three one. I'm not going to give you a Villa goal. Whoa, 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 whoa. I never gave a score prediction for Chelsea. So I'm going to backtrack all the way to Chelsea before you go on there. I'm going to say 3-0 to Chelsea. And I'm going to say... Havertz. Havertz for a score. Sorry about that. Back to what you were saying. You were going to say 2-0, but... No, I've recovered. You are going to say 2 0, but you have but gone with. Fan TV, but not as funny. 3 um, 1, <laughs> uh, Villa. And I'm going to go with a Brighton goal scorer. I'm going to say Neil Mopay. Ooh, nice bit of value there. Um, I'm going to go with a. Like, so it's definitely not worth doing. <laughs> I'm going to say 2 0, Villa. 
And I'm going to say Grealish to score, but I wouldn't do him for for score or do him any time. So I think he's I think he's on a bit of a high. Lads, moving on. To the, yeah, well, look, if he if he has Rona, he's going to play. No, he's not going to play. Here, you're playing against <laughs> Belgium. Did they win the game in the end? No, no. So well, didn't play that cares? well. But look, he played he played well against Ireland. Lads, don't be fucking bringing up Ireland now. It's not the time. Uh, what was you? <laughs> <laughs> Half five, lads. Spurs and Man City. Massive prize for Spurs. Three to one. Twenty nine to ten for the draw. Four to five for City. Lads, that three to one to me looks absolutely sexy. I just think. Would you do it though? Yeah, I think I'd throw them into it. Throw them into a few accumulators at that price. Yeah. Would you? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely throw them into one or two. I wouldn't touch a fucking specialist at getting the results against big teams. Like. So, and so I got like. You sp- every of them. think so? Yeah, I think so. What do you think that? Just, I don't know. City are on fire. Have they been? No, not really. But yeah. they drew against Liverpool, and that's a big result. So. Fuck off! <laughs> Fucking calling a fucking draw against Liverpool a big result for them. That is fucking disgusting behaviour. That is disgusting nah, behaviour. I, I, do, I do think City are going to beat Tottenham, though. Yeah, I think so. I think Tottenham will win. I think Harry I, can't t- win. I think the two Liverpool fans are saying that because they're trying this fucking bullshit again of being humble and fucking, oh, we're not going to win the league and all this. Oh, this is exactly what they're doing. I know what he's are doing. Don't look at me like that. I know that is exactly what he's are doing. Oh, so you're going to win every game. So you're going to win every game, though. Fuck off, please. Exactly. They're not going to win, right? It's going to be a draw at best for them. I think it could be <laughs> a draw. That's the one that you're going to throw with the accumulators for Tottenham to win. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you my score prediction, lads. Uh, 3-0. I don't know. No, um, I do need score predictions, obviously, though. And I'm going to go with the Connor first. I know I said City, but... <laughs> <laughs> and point has been proven. No, but the reason what I said was I wouldn't touch it for either way. Yeah. Now it, no, it is a dodgy game. game. Like I do like to trade the one, but it is a dodgy game. I think I'm thinking draw, score, draw, one off. Yeah. Um, goal scorer. The obvious. Someone, someone pony. You know what I was gonna say? I say Phil Foden. Oh, nice. A bit of value there. Uh, mm-hmm. War. Uh, 2-1 Tottenham with Son to score any time. And what you don't see, you don't see, how do you, as a United fan and a, and a non-fucking Liverpool scum? Ah, no, don't mean that. No, I do. Uh, how do you see City going here? Do you think they're actually going to be bashing them? Gonna, I don't see where they're going to get their goals. Like, they need goals in the league. And they have scoring a goal. Yeah, but Jesus is out. Or he was out. Who's going to score their goal? Oh, for City. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Jesus is back. Torres. He's back. Jesus came back last week. I'd say Torres will score. City's goal. Goes from the dead. Torres is good, actually. He's a good player. Yeah. So, um, you, you don't see Spurs getting a result at all in this one, even scraping a draw, maybe? I said Spurs are going to win. He said Spurs are going oh, to win. Oh, sorry, I thought you said City was winning 2-1. No, no, no. Um, said... All right, nice. Uh, I'm going to go with... 
Uh, Balan, actually, sorry, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go 2-1 City and... Sorry, you turned into Robocop there, but I, I said... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that was impressive. If you can do that again now, I'll give you... <laughs> Say that again now. 2-1 City, Raheem Sterling, anytime. Nice. Um, I'm actually going to go with, I think, 2-all. I was going to say Spurs. I, I probably will throw them in a couple of accumulators, but I think the safest bet on that one is probably score draw, like Connor's saying. Um, I see just more goals. I see probably two all. Like, and I'm going to go with a Harry Kane score. Pretty fucking boring, but he's been he's been on form. So. Yeah, thanks. Thanks very much. <laughs> Let's fucking kill him. Let's fucking kill him. Fucking hell. I need to stick my tongue out a bit more. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> lads, we'll move on to the next one and the final one of the Saturday, which is Man United against West Brom. Uh, United are three to ten, <laughs> nine to two for the draw and seventeen to two for West Brom. Um, I see United win all over this, and I see a three-one result because I think they will still concede because they're dirt. Um, Connor. Yeah, I can't overlook United, really, can you? I think they're, well, I was going to say they're the game that they win, but they famously haven't done without those games. No, I can still see a United against Brom, especially West Brom kind of depleting at the moment a little bit. Um, yeah. Well, when I say depleted a little bit, I mean like Callum Robinson has to roll it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much. Depleted all the time, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 2 0 to United, and I'm going to go Bruno Fernandes at safe because United get pens. Yeah, that's true. Um, more? Uh, I'll probably go 2-1 United, but West Brom to score first. Oh, nice. So you could do an L. Would you be doing a half-time West Brom, full-time United type of bit? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because United always need someone. They always need to concede before they actually start playing. So could be looking at about fucking 33-1 to one or so, or 25-1 to one for that. Well, I might throw a fire on it. I might revolution for the room. I, I agree with Walker because I always love money on United when they go one 0 down against small clubs. Yeah. Like especially with the wins. Who did they do? There was a. I was gonna say Villa recently enough. They go one 0 down against whatever. Uh, I'll get it now. Just give me one second. But anyway, one 0 down in the first that's half. That's I'll get it. And they'll come back and they'll win three one, three two. It's. Uh, it used to be the same. I used to be the. I used to be the same where like I would I would definitely go and look yeah. at the odds for United. Everton? They beat, they beat Everton 3-1, but they're 1-0 down against Everton. Fair enough. Bigger club than they thought you were, they were going to come up with. But anyway. No, uh, they were before that earlier on the season as well. Well, more, I keep going. Trail all Newcastle. the way back to your members. Newcastle, maybe? Yeah, it could have been Newcastle. They always do it because it's a win-win for me because if you know it, lose them. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I know. But like, like a 3-1 or a 4-1 on with it. When they were under the likes of Fergie or even Van Gaal or something like that, I would have probably been a bit more comfortable. Like now, I just, I just can't seem. I can't. I can't do it. Like I can't bring myself to part with twenty quid for two or three to one for them to win when there's still a half silver, left. Like, what? Think about the silver. <laughs> with that amount of money, you get fucking gold. Um, oh, okay. Madeline, what do you reckon? Uh, I'm gonna go three nil United. And I'll go for a Rashford hat trick. 
Mm. You're not injured. Hope the kids. No, I don't think so. No, was he injured for England? No, I don't think he was. No. Was he playing against Belgium? No, no, no. wasn't watching. It. Not I think, I think he's injured. Okay, yeah, I'll still got three now. I'll, I'll change my scores to, uh, to Martial. That's an interesting one. Do you know Ngolo Kante has more goals for France than Martial? Here's a little stat. Because yeah. did you see? Did you see Martial against Portugal? There, he, he was missing everything in front of goal. He was rubbish. He's either pass or he's fucking shit. Like it's one or the other. I don't think there's much in between between with him. Like he's either and he always. You always look like you owe a tenner or you owe him a tenner and he's looking at you going, where the fuck are you tenner? <laughs> oh, he's always looking sketchy. Um, yeah, so you're going with that now. I'm not sure if I did. Um, three to Spain ten. Up at half time. What? Spain are training up against Germany at half time. That's a Don't fucking... Don't talk to me about them fellas. I do not a fucking fan of them anymore. Maratta, Torres <laughs> and Rodri. A couple of City scorers. City on fire. Marata. 6-1 City against Spurs <laughs> Massive result here Gibraltar and Liechtenstein won all lads at half time Just fucking you see it's, uh, Gibraltar drawn against uh, San Marino means it was uh, San Two Marino's first win, time in their history to have back-to-back non-loss Yeah, yeah, yeah And your man was crying in the interview now your man broke down crying because it's like they had done it. Like, Same I actually feel like back non losses right now myself. Oh, no, yeah, I'd, I'd actually feel like crying myself if I didn't lose two in a row. Like, it'd be great. <laughs> um, right, we'll move on to the next one, lads. The next one is on the Sunday morning. Um, Fulham and Everton. So, 29 to 10 for Fulham, 14 to 5 for the draw, and 17 to 20 for Everton. Everton, a decent price for um, the accumulators. Uh, obviously, a bad loss against. Uh, you know, last week we've been playing. No I don't know. Not... Four. What? They have no winning four. Any yeah, I was just going to say that they haven't really been playing that great. Um, obviously losing James losing against Newcastle. Carlison. James was injured. Uh, or Hannes, whatever the fuck you want to call him. He's back now. Um, but like I think Connor was saying it there a week or two ago. The difference is actually probably with Carlison. He seems to be. One of the main yeah. lads that that's yeah, causing it, like. Right? It's like he makes yeah. things quicker. But he's back yeah. now as well. In fairness, so he had a three-game suspension from the Liverpool game, so he'd be back this weekend, I think. Yeah, and I think James Rodriguez is back as well. I think I think he was back last week against United. I'm not sure, but he didn't, um, look, he didn't look fit though against United. He was just kind of a liability out on the right. Yeah, but he still always has that class, and he's he is always liable to switch it on in a second. So. Um, for me, 17 to 20 on Everton is, is a decent price, against, especially against a fucking a struggling Fulham team. Um, and that prick missed a penalty last week against Scotland as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, what score? What are we going with this one, lads? Uh, man, what do you think score was? I will go 2-0 Fulham. Or, sorry, 2-0 Everton. 2-0 Fulham, you madman. <laughs> and uh, yeah. scorer? Uh, Richarlison coming back with a goal. Nice. Uh, Connor? I have no idea if he's back. I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> he was playing for uh, Brazil the other day as well. No, yeah, I've seen that. Brazil, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, but his suspension is gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 3 0 Everton 
and I'm going to go with Hamas. Nice. Uh, War? Uh, 3-0 Everton and then Calvin Lewin anytime. Nice. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna be a little bit tired. I'm gonna go two one to Everton. I'm gonna say Calvert Lewin's gonna get two goals. So a brace for Calvert Lewin. Uh, right, lads. We'll move on from that one. The next one is the two o'clock game on Sunday. Sheffield United against West Ham. Uh, West Ham. Nineteen to ten for the uh, Sheffield win. Twenty three to ten for the draw, and twenty nine to twenty for West Ham. So West Ham favourites in this one, probably. Rightly so, I think Sheffield United being absolutely shy this season. So, um, yeah, look, they received another bashing off Chelsea, but Chelsea are just pure class anyway. So, um, can't really fault them there. So, uh, what <laughs> what score predictions are we taking on this one, lads? Uh, Connor? It's probably one of the ones I'd probably stay clear of. Just on the, the City Spurs game, I'd stay clear yeah. of this one because I think it could fall either way. Um, again, I know home advantage means football this season, but with Sheffield being at home and uh, Chris Wilder being the fella he is, you wouldn't know if they're just going to pack in and hope for a draw after a run of bad results. Um, yeah. I'd probably go with West Ham nicking it. Probably 1-0. Right. Um, and I would give you... He scored for me last time, so I'm going to go with Suchek again. Suchek. Okay. So from a set piece or something. Nice. And uh, then? I am going to go with a one-all draw. Interesting. And scorer? Um, we'll go with Rhea and Bruce there. Why not? Jesus. Uh, what? Stick to their own. Shite bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Give me some uh, uh, score predictions here. 2-1 West Ham and I'll probably go with Antonio. To get header. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm gonna say hmm? specifically a header scores with his feet. It's no good. Header. Well, I mean, they they do specials on uh, Skybet all the time for header people to score with headers, and you get good prices. So request request a bit. Yeah, I'll request that for you, and they'll have that over to me asap. Um, I'm gonna go with a one-all draw on this one. Um. Eating there, Melanie? What are you eating? Couple of Harry Bob. Oh, nice. Are, are you talking fizzy or are you talking non fizzy? No, they're not fizzy. Non fizzy. That's embarrassing. That fizzy shit. That's pathetic. They're the star uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, oh nice. Very nice. rings or fried eggs. <laughs> the fried egg, really. Pick your finger up the ring there. Oh, fuck's sake. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I'm saying one all, and I'm gonna go with him a Goldrick goal. I know he scored against Chelsea, the little sexy flick. So uh, why not? Fresh out of retirement from the uh, the Irish team, but he has a new lease of life now. So uh, he's back on go back on. to score by us. Go on, <laughs> So yeah, that that's my uh, score prediction on that one. Right, next one, lads. It's gonna be a decent enough game, I think. Leeds and Arsenal. Um, Leeds twenty-one to ten. 13 to 5 for the draw and Arsenal 23 to 20. Uh, what do we think here, lads? Do we see Leeds getting that now this war? I see Leeds getting a few goals at least. I'll probably go 3 2 Arsenal with Bamford to score anytime. Jesus, a lot of goals there. Um, Connor? Uh, but Leeds are either going to score loads or they're going to concede loads. So. Probably similar enough to what the Liverpool game then. 
Yeah, I can see it. Um, Fuck me. <laughs> I, I still can't. Leeds don't know how to defend against those teams that are fairly quick on the break, which credit to Arsenal, it's kind of what they did against United. And it's it's what they can do with a with a Bamiang. Um so I can see them I can see Leeds pissing goals as well. If they still defend the high press, pushing as high as they can up, keeping cock in the other half and not letting do cock you, drop in. Do you think they'll push up cock? <laughs> I think cock is gonna go all the way up. Okay. And do you think he's gonna go in do you think he's gonna be going in deep into the box for uh, corners? <laughs> he's gonna be looping around to the back of the box. Right, nice. Right through. Um, and he's yeah. going to be playing offside. I think Cock likes a high line, to be honest. Nice. Okay. Um, so um, you're saying Cock is, is going to be vital in this game? I think, obviously, we all know Cock is big and hard, but can he deal with the pace in behind? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the balls are just, are just too fast for him. Can't keep well, up with the balls go past Cock. You can't go back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you reckon Cock is good at putting the balls into into the holes, into the channels? He's, he, I wouldn't say he's much of a of a playmaker with the ball at his feet. I think he's he's right. more there, as I said, like as a unit. He's kind of a box, to... box person, would you not say? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough cock talk. Uh, <laughs> right, so give me, give me, come back, let's get back to Leeds. <laughs> right, so what do you reckon? Oh, Mars in the dark. Oh, yeah. Oh, your lights got out. Between oh, yes, if you didn't know this blind <laughs> It's like his internet connection, like it just turns off after every 10 minutes or something. It's creepy, that wasn't it? That was weird. Um, he didn't hear what yeah. we just said about him, so happy yeah. guys. <laughs> Right, uh, Connor. Yeah, so you're saying that um, whatever you were saying there, wasn't listening. I don't know. I I, I wasn't even know what I was talking about. I wasn't just mentioning cock. <laughs> just got distracted by cock. <laughs> Give us a score prediction always, for this game. It's always on my mind. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go three one Arsenal, and I'm going to say. Don't agree, man. Yeah, it's the bet I was gonna go for as well. All oh, right. Okay. So he does agree. Really, really agrees. He really yeah, looked like know. he didn't agree there, like, and then all of a sudden he's in and agreeing. Like, it was like the last time when yeah. I when I was like, uh, "Yeah, I think, uh, I think, fucking, someone's gonna win." He's there like that. Yeah, yeah, nodding along. <laughs> yeah. No, I think they're gonna lose. I was like, oh, still. Fuck's sake. <laughs> so, uh, do you, did you give me a score? Or? No, uh, I'm gonna go above me. Yeah. All right, nice. Uh, Mellon, what do you reckon? Jack and Cock will have yeah, a part yeah, to play yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah, big part. Yeah, massive, <laughs> massive part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go three one Arsenal and I will go Cock and Arsenal. I'll go Bamford first goal score. Cock is gonna fuck Arsenal, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus. Let's grab up this. Um so what did you say there, man? I'm sorry I got distracted by Cock. He's <laughs> gonna get sent off or serious Oh, <laughs> 3-1, Arsenal, Bamford first goal score. So you reckon they're coming back and they're yeah. going to beat them. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say 2-1 to Arsenal. Um, similar enough, I think probably Leeds might score the first goal and then Arsenal come back. And I'm going to go with a Lacazette goal. Controversial, yeah, maybe? 
did you see his his stats? No. Around the amount of goals he scored for the amount that he cost them like four years ago. No. It, he's still in the, in the three and a half years he's been at Arsenal. He's cost them two point three million a goal. Jesus Christ! Holy <laughs> shit! Not not including his salary of five million a year. I would get him a lot. I would get them a lot less goals for a lot less money. No bother. <laughs> he only scored like thirty two goals in four seasons. Well, three and a half seasons. Thirty two goals. United. Yeah, it's something ridiculous for oh, number nine. Uh, yeah, when you consider what he was scoring when he was at um, Leon, it was a serious fucking scoring right there. Yeah, and now he's. I thought of a great joke about. Uh, your man cock and, and a ball boy, but we're kind of going off topic now, so I can't really eat. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, <what? laughs> go on, go on, we'll let you go on. Oh, no, we can't now, we can't now. We'll go back to it though. You want more of cock and a ball boy? <laughs> well, look, <laughs> brought up, like, oh, I'm, I'm curious to know if I need to report to the fucking police or not. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get me back after I called you out last week. <laughs> <laughs> one, one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Lads, we'll move on because Cock is, is playing on our minds here and we, we, he's fucking with us. Um, so we'll move on to the next game um, Liverpool versus Leicester. 19 to 20 for Liverpool, 11 to 4 for the draw, and 13 to 5 for Leicester. 19 to 20, you don't usually get that price in Liverpool, and they're absolutely injury ridden. But do you reckon they have enough quality to get the win, Madam? Um, well, considering their whole back four is out. It's going to yeah. be a really, really tough game. Um, Henderson's also out. Salah is also out. So they're missing pretty much. They're full starting 11. Um, Thiago is obviously still out as well. Yeah, Henderson. I'm, hear- I'm hearing a lot of excuses. Yeah, I, I'd actually go with Leicester away from home here. Oh, you're a fucking bell end. Look at this. This just confirms me. Me, uh, me thoughts on earlier when you were saying, oh, no, no, see you win it, see you win everything. Fuck off. But why when they're missing six to seven of their uh, starting do they, not, do they not have squad depth? Not really, no. No? Uh, they have a lot of kids on the bench. It's fairness, their first, their two second choice, their second, third. Go on, go on, you'll get it. <laughs> are all injured as well. Sabino's a midfielder who's playing with their half. James Milner, put them anywhere. Play everywhere. One position. He play. He probably will play centre half, will he? Uh, who's who's there now? They'll play play Nathaniel Phillips, I'd say, and Joel Matty. We'll Nathaniel play. Phillips got injured last weekend for the under twenty ones. Did he? Oh well, then. Yeah, uh, oh well, then it's going to be Reese Williams. I think, I think he might be back. Reese Williams will play anyway, but I think Nathaniel Phillips might be back. But can you yeah. play? Uh, an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old together at centre-half against Jamie Vardy? Probably not. I, well, I feel the same, yeah. <laughs> I feel the same there. You're just letting out a big yawn there. Listen to the two boys. Shall we talk about Liverpool and how shit they are? Yeah, it's or just... I heard 18-year-old and he's still thinking about cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually seeing that Spain are now 4-0 up and I was like, the fucking bastards. And who did you have them against? Switzerland, was it? Switzerland, yeah, and he missed two penalties. Oh, was sorry. He had them last week in his uh, in his bet on the competition bet. Um, right, so Connor, do you see us having enough? The question I'm asking is, do you have enough to get a result against Leicester? Yeah, I 
bear in mind you are at home. I know it doesn't mean a lot, but it, you're more comfortable at home, obviously. I think there's enough to get a result. I don't think it's going to be the Liverpool that we're used to seeing where it's attack, 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 piss away goals, score lots of goals. I don't think it's going to be that. I think he, I think Klopp knows what he's playing with at the moment. Obviously, there's there might be some good news around Fabinho being back fit and Thiago being back fit. They're going to be like late tests to see. If they can get Fabinho back to play in the other half, I could see Liverpool winning. If not, I can see Liverpool holding out for a, a nil all or a one all draw. And I can see mm. them setting up to play that way. I can see them dropping off. I'm not going to have the high press because they're not going to have Salah. Um, so who? So Salah. sorry. Who? Just to confirm, who are the injuries? So we have Robertson's obviously out. Van Dijk's obviously out. Henderson's gone now. Uh, Salah has Rona. Mane. No, he's back. Gomez. Gomez. Trent. Fabinho at the moment. Thiago at the moment. You still have a, a dangerous front three when you think about it. like you obviously have Jota, uh, Firmino, and Mane, and then you've got the likes of Shakiri there. I don't know, would they play Shakiri? Yeah, <clears throat> because he's came on in recent games and done more than he's been asked to do. Like creating the winner against West Ham, came on in the Champions. Well, sorry, sorry, in the Champions League against Michelin and against Napoli. You know, now Napoli were a pushover in the end, but. Played well. I can see him getting a lot of games for a minute. It's just whether or not, like, when you're looking at, you have zero. You could have zero center halves playing. Like, you're not going to have Van Dijk. You're not going to have Fabinho. You're not going to have Gomez. You're going to have Matip, who's played 90 minutes in the last seven months, and you're going to have probably Reese Williams alongside him, who's played two senior games <laughs> ever in his life, pretty much. <laughs> As I said, up to four months ago, five months ago, he'd say I'm a kid of Is Great it enough team. to stop? Is it enough to stop Jamie Vardy or painting like Madison or <laughs> Harry Burns? No, I don't know. So I can see them dropping back mm. in, playing Milner midfield, dropping deep, playing Naby Keita, dropping deep, playing Wijnaldum like a really defensive tree across there to try and cover. Yeah. Um, well, sorry, like you probably up. have enough to like, stop it, stop an attack further up the pitch, like rather than it just being in behind, like. But I think it's going to rely on the front three. It's going to be a, a deep, a deep seven, and then the three lads just up there trying to create stuff on their own. So it depends on where Leicester are going to set up. Like it's, as I said, if Fabinho is back in, Fabinho and with Matip, it's a bit more stable, a bit more stability in there. I can see them pushing further forward. But if they have to rely on Matip and whether it's Phillips or Williams. I can see them dropping a little bit deeper and not being the same kind of Liverpool attack as we used to say. Well, look like you have something to say. No, I was just listening. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Liverpool can can just sit, like you're saying, Connor. I don't know if they have it in them. Where like, Liverpool are all about the attack, attack, attack. Um, or just, I don't know. Some so many left there are probably just kind of naked this week. Connor, what you or sorry, War, what do you reckon? I think it'll probably be a one-all draw, I'd say. I'd say Vardy will win a penalty in some shape or form. He's too smart for all of this. And then with Var as well, there'll definitely be a penalty for Leicester. Mm. Can I just say, real quick, have you ever seen that movie, Unfriended? Water looks like a scene out of Unfriended where eventually a ghost comes and kills him. And <laughs> <laughs> I 
stop it right there because this podcast is not recorded. So you cannot. Ah. Go <laughs> He's pulling that up. So you're, what you're saying, Water, is you can happily turn off the dark. You can turn off the light, just sit there in the dark recording this, and, and no one cares. Nope. Because no one can see it. Right, fair enough. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, I could put it on Instagram and everyone could see it, but look, either way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, score predictions, lads. Hey, just give me the. How about this? Yeah, see you later, War. <laughs> War is invisible. <laughs> Get back up there. Uh, oh, he's back. Um, I think there was so... just some shadow in the back then. <laughs> so, are we going score predictions, lads? So just give me score predictions. Just kind of beat um, around one, get the point. Beating around cock. Fuck sake. Got back to that, are we? God, I got. <laughs> I'm going to go one all, and I'm going to say Thiago uh, Jota. Um, I'm going to go two one less there. Um, ah, fuck off. Bum, bum. Harvey Barnes, anytime. War. 1-1 with Vardy. I'm going to go a 3-1 Liverpool win. And I'm going to say Mane to score. Um, right, moving on to the next one, lads. Uh, Monday night, half five. Burnley versus Palace. 7-8-10 for the... Burnley win. 11-5 uh, for the draw. Do you like that? I don't know. 11-5 uh, for the draw. 13-8 for Palace. Um, bit of a shit game, lads. Not going to lie. Burnley obviously only have to take two points from the whole season. Palace, Palace not doing too bad in eight, uh, 13 points. How do you see this one going? Do you think, like, you could, like, if you're realistic, if you're looking at form and you're looking at the table, you're saying to yourself, right, this is a Palace win, but it's never really that simple, is it? Like, with, especially with a team like Palace against a team like Burnley, I don't think it's going to be a straightforward win for, for Palace. Um, I'd probably see a couple of goals in this one as well. Um, I'm going to throw my prediction out straight away I'm going to say 2 all. I'm going to say Zaha to score like it? no? how's you feeling? on the upside I think that might be this might be the boring game of the, the fixture list I'm going to go nil all. No, I'm, still bar- I'm, I'm still saying it's a boring 2, two all. like you know it's just like, <laughs> super boring oh, <laughs> so you're going 2 all, man to score no, I'm going Nello. Oh, Nello? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, the, we got the same result. Like, we have draw. We both have draw. Yeah, but two, uh, two all. I wouldn't call two all a boring draw. Meh. Could be a boring game. I don't know. Could be <laughs> four OGs. Oh, <laughs> uh, Connor, score predictions. I can't, I, I can't see Burnley getting starting their wins here now, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about fucking Jordan Nord last night? I'm saying it's happy places turf more. Don't know what to see. That's fucking depressing. That's yeah, funny. he said he was he was uh, he was in the middle of the trial. Obviously, and he, he said, "Go to your happy place." His brother told him, "No, he's go to your happy place or whatever it was." And he, he, he shouted out, "Turf more left, forty five, turf more." <laughs> happy place, turf more. Happy place, turf more. It, it cuts back to Ant Deck and goes it's happy places to have more. He's like, they're second from the, from the bottom and they've only got two points. He's like, I'd hate to see his, his, his unhappy place. Look at that. No, you don't see it happening. Palace being, 
I can see Palace still being a little bit too much for them at the moment. Yeah. I think I think uh Burnley need to pick up their points against those teams with them. And you need to pick up six against Fulham, uh Brian West Brom. West Brom. I can see Palace. I can see Palace finishing. Eleventh. Yeah, I was gonna say like just into the bomb half of yeah. the table. Um, 11, 12, 13, that kind of position. Um, I'd be the same as you. I say, Wilfred Zaha, are you going to get a goal? Because either he'll create something or he'll score. Yeah. Um, and I can see it being kind of boring, like Ben said. I'm going to say 1 0. 2 Palace with Zaha. Well, if Zaha scores, I didn't put him in for that. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I stop listening to you when you're. When you're... Usually when the mouth opens. <laughs> Words come out, we stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, give us a score prediction. Look at him. <laughs> Cock in hand there. Up in the reflection of your glasses, war. Would you stop? <laughs> I wish it was that. Two <laughs> uh, nil Palace. Uh, Hounds end any time. All right, different. Uh, right, lads. Last game of the week: Wolves versus Southampton. I would have said probably last season that this is probably a bit of a shit game because Wolves is smashed up. But um, this actually looks like it might be a decent enough game. Thirteen to ten for Wolves, twenty-three to ten for the draw, and twenty-one to ten for Southampton. How do we see this one going? Southampton obviously flying at the moment. Wolves not doing too bad. Um, it's gonna be. Ugh, is there gonna be goals in this one? It's only gonna be loads of goals or no goals. I think. Yeah, I don't think there'll be too many goals in this game. They're going to go one way or the other, isn't it? I think it's either going to be three all or two all or zero. It's going to be loads or no. Either way. But it just goes to show that it's one of them games that I wouldn't be betting on. Well, at the end of the day, the team that scores more goals will win. Um. Lads, how do we see this one going? Connor, you, you're a big fan of fucking Southampton at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, no, they're, they're playing nice football. They are, in fairness. This is one of the ones I have down as, as you said, I can see it being a draw. I'm not very excited in the end. Um, yeah. I think, again, Wolves are come out and almost stopped Southampton playing and vice versa. Mm. Um, especially with Wolves playing the back three and the two fullback or two wing backs, you can see them playing a little bit deeper than usual and actually sitting in a bit more. I think it's going to neutralise Southampton to a certain extent. I'd mm. be happy to say, probably another draw, a one all. Um, and again, probably like the likes yeah. of Danny Ings getting a goal. Yeah, Ward Prowse has been, has been banging form there, like, so I wouldn't put it past him getting a goal or two. That's that score. <laughs> what did I give a score prediction, did I? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get to that one. I get to it. Uh, War? I'm gonna, well, I must not know anything because I think there's going to be loads of goals in this one. I'm going to go for well, three. Look, I did say... Right, I, I, did, I did say there's only going to be loads or not. I'm going to go for... Ings and Jimenez both to score. And what score line did you give? 3-2, three, three, so 1-0. Nice. 1-0. <laughs> Mello, what did you give? I think Danny Ings is still out injured, is he? Um, I, was gonna say, I think he's back this, this week. I thought I saw him on fantasy and he was 75%, which means if he's 75%, 
Southampton are going to fucking play him. Uh, no, looking at looking at fancy now, he's after they're after changing him to a knee injury, and he's expected back on the nineteenth of December. So it looks like he's definitely out. Yeah, I seen he was out for like six <laughs> weeks or something. Have you him in your in your fancy, Connor? No. All oh, right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it looks like he's definitely out. So um, do you want to Adams maybe? Yeah, well, I need to go Ward Ward Price. Yeah. Yeah. Very hot. Yeah, Adams. Oh, um, okay. Man, what did you what did you say? No, no, no. I think I go one all. I thought you said nil all earlier, though. No, no. That was okay. for the last game. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go one all and Jimenez first goal score. I'm gonna go with a two all. Uh, game on this one and I'm gonna say um Prowse again. I think he'll probably score again a goal or two. Um, yeah, yeah. what did Vora say? I don't know, he just said score and then he said cock and then he ran off. Yeah, for, <laughs> he's got he's got to the <laughs> toilet to find cock. He's got to look for that ball boy again. Um lads, that's the that is the weekend fixtures done and dusted. Um, we'll move on and what I want to just ask you about real quick is Ireland um, so obviously we've seen the result against England um, did you watch the game? Yep What did you make of it? It was pretty poor like Yeah but I know they're way above us in terms of class. What and are, yeah, what it reminds me of is, you know, like a pre-season when, I'll give you the example, because if I get said Liverpool, you won't miss them, so I'll say, you know when, like, Chelsea play... Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, in, yeah a pre- in a pre-season game behind closed doors. I don't want anyone to see it. And then, like, yeah. you get a result later on and Chelsea have won, like, 12 mil or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what that game felt like. I know, obviously, there's a different in class, but it shouldn't have been that much. Yeah. You would still expect from an Ireland team against England to have a little bit of bottle about them, have a bit of fight about them. Like we committed three fouls, sorry, four fouls across the whole game. Had no That's not good enough. That's that is not good enough. That's a shambles. For an Ireland team to play be playing against England, only be four fouls is absolutely fucking embarrassing. And then um, we were I think we were texting each other while we were watching it. McLean came on and within ten seconds he had fucking given away a foul. Like just just for a bit of bite, a bit of hunger. Now it's like it's changed the claim, but But like when you look at it, like he only came on and McLean's tackle was a lazy tackle. It wasn't yeah. even a bit of bite. I don't remember who it was. Uh, it was I mean, definitely was someone on the right wing, I think. I want to say it was like Maitland Niles or Sacco. I don't know why I think it was. I don't think it was Sacco. I don't, don't think I don't it was Sacco. I don't know why it was one of the other. It right. was something very similar about them already. Um, we skipped by him and then McLean just swung the leg out. It was it was really lazy. I thought it wasn't like a let's get in a, like a 50-50, let's get in and win the ball. It was yeah. like I don't want to do the tracking. <clears throat> now we touched on it last week around do the players want to be there do the players want to play for the manager um, yeah. to me it looked like that the England game at least the players didn't want to know 
and it makes sense yeah. like trying to get her friendly trying to get her in the last like four weeks because New Zealand pulled out for England and we had a requirement to fulfill a number of friendly fixtures because of UEFA and all that kind of bullshit we could have done without the friendly I think the more disappointed one is the performance against Wales as opposed to, I wouldn't really look at the England one too much I'd look at the Wales ones where shit mattered Kyle just disappeared. He's fed up with my bullshit. <laughs> no, sorry, I pressed the. Ca- I, t- I turned my camera off. I mistake there. Sorry. Um, I look at the Wales one more than the England one. The England one was just was just a, a game that was thrown together because we had a number of games to fulfill. Yeah. Be looking at the uh, the Wales one as to like what happened. Kenny came out and said we created loads of chances. We had two shots on target. And they didn't That's start in the seventy fifth minute. Yeah. Like, I don't just see where all these chances are coming from. Quickly going back on to the England game, like them, them days of like the passion in an English, English and Irish game, like them days are gone. All the all the players that go away, they're all mates with each other. You're not gonna have any of that like flying into tackles or like loads of yellow cards or sendings off, these kind of things. Like they, they're all mates. So an Irish and England England game, if it had been back in the day with Roy Keane all playing, yeah, you'd have seen players getting smashed up and. There would have been loads of passion there. There would have been players wanting to win for their country. But nowadays, you're not going to have that. Well, we should have it. We should still have that because, like, I know a lot of the, I mean, the majority of the players mm-hmm. are English, like, but we did have a lot of English players back in them days as well. And there always was a bit of passion. So you have to, like, yeah, that, that's it, not acceptable. Like, going back, if you go back to them days, that's what I mean. There was passion there, like, to, to we want to get one over on England. Nowadays, yeah. they're too friendly. Like, they're, they're all yeah. mates at club level. There isn't going to be any of that. Yeah, I can't accept that. That's why, like, even no, in, the, in, in, the likes, in the likes of that game there, a League of Ireland player would definitely have a, a lot more aggression and passion in that type of match than someone that's playing in England. But, like, 1985 was the last time England beat us before that. We had seven games against them. We beat them four times, drew three times, and they beat us. Every, it's all changed. Everything's changed, like, so. And England, they're 10 times better than us as well, so. Yeah. I wouldn't even say the thing that it what didn't bother me that it's England, whatever that that's the that's a bullshit argument. What annoyed me was we didn't get close to the ball for ninety minutes. Yeah. And no matter who I'd be playing against as a player, we didn't get close to the ball in ninety minutes. It was frustration. I'd be breaking legs. Yeah, I'd be breaking but legs. I'd be getting booked. I don't mind who the opponent is. That's as you said, it is it's not the same rivalry as it was in the eighties or the early nineties. It's yeah. completely different. We're not the same team and we're not playing in the same way as we did the for the late eighties or the nineties. But it's the fact that we didn't get a sniff of the ball yeah. for so long and we didn't even get close to a player with the ball close enough no. to foul or close enough to pull a jersey or close enough to make a tackle or yeah. to this time a tackle. We were three or four yards away from every English player who touched the ball. And that was the thing that annoyed me. It's not the fact that who it was, it was just how far away we were from the ball. Well, who was it we played there recently and we gave away no fouls? No, it was Dundalk right. versus Arsenal, wasn't it? Oh, that what it was. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a prime example there of an Irish team like just lacking aggression. Like I, I just think the likes of the Irish for some reason now I don't know whether it is like this whole transition that people are talking about change of football and everyone playing out from the back is it does it mean that we're less aggressive or is it just that the the game has changed in terms of tackling like they're not allowed to tackle anymore like that the difference in class though like if someone is 10 times better you're not going to get near them not even close enough to fill 
you know that way you will at some stage yeah like your defenders your defenders will your defenders will i know a lot of it is going to be in the box and stuff but even your right and your left back like you need to see some sort of aggression from them maybe like no, I think like there is a massive goal from that class. If you look at them two starting eleven, it's a ma- massive goal. Yeah, like, and after the first kind of starting England players, they weren't even on the pitch. And the difference yeah. in quality that they have compared to this Irish team is night and day. Well, the one thing about the English team I do have to say is there is a lot of depth there. They do have they do have good squad depth in terms of like they can bring in they can take out four or five players and have people coming in that are nearly just as good like. Ireland don't they're have that. Ten. They're a top ten of the national team at the end of the day. I don't know where they sit yeah. in the actual FIFA rankings, but they're in the top ten in world football. So when you look across yeah. all those squads, they do have that this, that same level of depth. I think England probably have a little bit more because of the number of levels of professional football they have compared to some of the other countries that might only have one or two or or three in like of like Germany and Spain. Mm. But Again, as I said, I wouldn't really be looking too much into the England game. As I said, it was a it was a last minute thrown together friendly because of two other nations pulling out of respective friendlies. Like I think, I think Ireland were due to play. I want to say like Qatar or Bahrain. It was a Middle Eastern country, and England were due to play uh, New Zealand. I think they yeah. would have been a, a lot more level. Not level for yeah. England, they still would have trashed New Zealand, but I mean for us. Yeah, for us, yeah, it would have been a bit easier. In regards to actually using that friendly for a new manager to find his feet a little bit more, to find what formation works, to find what maybe starting 11 works, what players he has at his disposal, what they can do. Yeah. I think, as much as I don't like Kenny, I think it was an unnecessary pressure for him to have within his first yeah. 10 games of management saying, one of your friendlies is against England. Whereas if that was one of your friendlies is against Bahrain or Oman, yeah, yeah. it would have been okay. Let's mix up the squad. Let's play different players. But it's almost like it was like a requirement to okay, let's go out and give our starting eleven a hundred percent because we're playing England. It was a really unnecessary thing, I think. But as I said, what disappointed me was the Rankin's performance against Wales in the Nations League. Um, yeah. And again, a similar story. They talk about having possession and having chances. Kenny said he had chances. I didn't see those chances against Wales from the bit I watched in between the Masters. No. Right, so, yeah, so that leads me on to my next question, right? So I put a poll up on Instagram about whether he should be sacked or whether he should keep the job, right? And we had 58% of people saying, so I basically said, should should he get the sack? Um and the answers were yes, he's rubbish, and no, the team are shite. So I had fifty-eight <laughs> percent. I had fifty-eight percent saying no, the team are shite, and forty-two percent saying yeah, he's rubbish. Um, so there was a lot. There is a lot of people like, and it was probably the highest kind of voting we've got on any of the polls that we put up. And uh, a lot of people seemed interested in it. So what I done then was I put up another thing, which is going to lead me to my question to you: If they lose against Bulgaria. Should he be sacked? Bulgaria have only won one game in the last seven games, and that was a 3-0 win against Gibraltar. If we lose, they've only taken one point from this 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 Nations League so far. If we lose to Bulgaria, are you considering getting rid of Kenny? Or are you saying, no, he needs more time? Because I have a poll up at the moment, and I'm saying, should he, should he be sacked if we lose? And I've got, yeah, that's one too many. 
or else now more time needed. And we're now on 51% for saying, yeah, that's too many. So it seems as if people want to give them more time, but results like this, little results like that could be the thing that throws it over the edge and gets rid of them. What, what do you reckon on that one? It's a results business at the end of the game. If he's not getting the results, he's going to go. End the, end the story. So if he, uh-huh. if he doesn't win against Bulgaria, that's probably qualification for the... For the Euros. Part of near, near, yeah, for Euros gone. It's probably nearly relegation in the Nations League. So that's the worst case scenario. So we're out of the Euros. We're getting yeah. relegated in the Nations League. We got humiliated in friendlies, albeit we're expected to be humiliated against them, them level of teams. Yeah. The level of performance hasn't even been a little bit of a cushion saying, oh, yeah, they fought well. There's been no fight. Yeah. So if there's no fight, there's no results. And it's the worst case scenario. Like no motivation. What I'm not saying it. Yeah, yeah. You I'm can't. not saying it. I have to agree. You now I'm not saying it. Like I said, we like we're li- we're literally one vote like between the two. Um, saying yeah, it's too many. One too many. Like Bulgaria, we should definitely be beating a team like that. We haven't haven't been. They're like ourselves. They're they're struggling to get results. And like I said, against Gibraltar is the only game they won in the last seven games. So, um, Madeline, what's your What's your thought on that one? Would you would you be? I don't know. You did you say you did you originally say you would have him sacked, or did you say he needs more time? No, I was one to say you should probably go. Um, but yeah. it's like you had a poll up about the players being shy or whatever. It's both. I don't. Yeah, it is he, both. I don't think he's qualified enough for that job. And the players that are there don't give a fuck about the team. Yeah, they have no motivation to play for their country. So. But we've always had shy players, so let's like we've had maybe one or two decent, like Robbie Kane is an exception, Damien Duff. There has been but half we've decent had players players that will go and play for the country, and yeah, exactly. And get them to, to qualifiers or, or get them into these big tournaments. These players at the moment they don't want to play. Yeah. And this game against Bulgaria, I wouldn't be surprised if they draw or lose because half that Irish team are probably looking at Matt Doherty with the coronavirus and thinking, I need to get myself out here. Yeah. They're, they're, the biggest thing for them is going back and playing club football. They don't want to have to sit two weeks on the sidelines with coronavirus. So no. Ireland isn't even a priority for them, I'd say, at this stage. Get through this yeah. game and get back to my club. That's what they're thinking. So I reckon Ireland will be lucky to even beat Bulgaria tomorrow night. And that's shocking to be saying. Yeah. Because this Irish team has always had a bit of fight. They've always had half-decent players that, that put in a performance for you. I just don't I don't see any of these players like other than the likes of Malumbi and, and these players that he's recently brought in, they'll they'll yeah. put in a bit of fight because it's a big thing for them coming in and getting the chance to play for their country. Yeah. But no. I, and do you I, think do you think the, the, the crowd not being there? Obviously like obviously Irish has always been fucking well known for their, their fans, like and, and having that eleven or the twelfth man. But like you think that that's that would make a difference if they, if they had the crowd there, or do you think it would make it worse for for Kenny? I don't think it'd make a. a don't think it. But the reactions, worse. the reactions from the crowd, if they're not getting them results, but would they be yeah, getting them results if the crowd are there? Generally, the Irish crowd aren't and too bad, are they? Like you, you don't really. Yeah, pretty good. Like I think they let you know though. Like they they will let you know if they're not happy. Like. Yeah, but they generally don't. Like, you don't get real chorus of bills from the stadium or anything like that. It's They always get behind their team. So, 
Yeah, and saying that with the with the the fans gone, I think it's had an impact on on everybody, like at club level, international level, because the mm. fans they they help the team massively when they're kind of in a rut throughout a game or that. So yeah, maybe like you could say, maybe it would have helped them. Maybe they would have got some results where they haven't because of the the no fans. But like everybody, no fans. Every, everybody's had to suffer without fans. So. And there's still teams that are suffering without fans and getting results, Ireland aren't. So I don't think you can pin it on that either. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I do think like I'm just scraping at the bottom of the barrel and like trying to trying to put all the circumstances in, like where like obviously there's a fucking uh, pandemic going on and where we don't have fans and stuff. So I'm just trying to I'm trying to talk myself around him not being sacked, but as far as I'm concerned, I want to put that. So I, I still don't think this Bulgaria match makes a difference, in my opinion. I don't think if Ireland win 3-0, I, I'm still saying I'm not impressed by, by how they're playing and I'm not impressed by... Like, I admire what he's trying to do, where he's trying to create that identity, but I just don't think it's going to happen at international international level. Like, I don't think you're trying enough together. I don't think coming back from such top-class teams and having their kind of ideas and what way to play and then... You're going beside fucking someone who plays for Shamrock Rovers, and you're kind of saying to yourself, like, I'd say there is a bit of egos in there, like as well. Like when you go and you're playing, someone's fucking making a bollocks or something. Like I've been in teams before where players haven't been as good as other players, and you're like, for fuck's sake, and you kind of you cut them enough slack, and then all of a sudden, then it gets to the point where you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, and you're, you're getting pissed off, and then it, it kind of goes through the team, and then they, they, like the voids happen, like, and I think that could happen at an international level as well, even. Uh, unless unless they change the manager, I, I just I just see it being an issue. Well, let, let, let's be honest here. We're going to, if we don't beat Bulgaria, we're third seeds for the World Cup draw for the qualifying for the group stages. Yeah. Only 12 European teams qualify for the World Cup. Are we in the top 12 in Europe? No. No, no. I think we have, for, for a couple of things, one, Kenny won't be sacked because the FBO don't have money to sack Money, him, yeah, exactly. Have, nor they have money to bring somebody else in. He's the yeah. reason that they brought him in because he's on one of the cheapest contracts the FAI has seen in the last 25 years yeah. because yeah. of who he is and because they brought him through 21s into the senior team. They put him on a contract that's less than half a million quid compared to the heights of it when Roy Keane as an assistant manager was on 1.1 million, which is yeah. bizarre. And Giovanni Trapattoni was on 3.2 million as a player yeah. who could speak English. So it's not going to get because they won't have anyone to replace him at that price point. They can't finish out his contract because he has till the end of the World Cup, which is another what? Four years. Year and two years. Oh, two years, two and a half years. Sorry. Yeah, two, years. two years. Say that again more. Is the Euros the is the World Cup delayed a year because the Euros was delayed a year? No, the World Cup still going no. ahead in twenty twenty two. And am I right in saying that's Qatar? Yeah. That's Qatar twenty two, yeah. So that's so, gonna yeah. be being that's gonna be held in at Christmas time. How are they gonna manage schedules for fucking players like? That's ridiculous. I think that's the, the last that I worried at the moment. I think they're just looking at getting people qualified for it next year. while there's Euros going on, and while there is a African Cup of Nations going on, yeah. and while there is a um, Olympics, a, con- a Concacaf going on as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Concacaf Cup is going on, and um, yeah. they won't get rid of Kenny. Kenny will stay there because of money um, and I think we have to get rid of this opinion 
as Irish supporters that we are destined to qualify for pretty much every major tournament yeah. that comes up. I, I don't think, like, I, I do think there's always optimism of doing it. Oh, 100%, but we, at, the, at the moment, and again, the same thing that happened with McCarthy, the same thing happened before that with O'Neill, and I was guilty of doing it as well, is where we base managers off if they qualify for a major tournament or not. O'Neill didn't qualify for a major tournament. Well, he did, and then the next one he didn't qualify for, we sacked him. McCarthy, obviously, he was supposed to have until the end of the Euros this year, which didn't go ahead. Um, yeah. I think he was. Yeah, but he knew what he was hard. doing there. I think he, I knew if what he, he was doing there. If he had qualified already automatically for Euro 2021, whatever the fuck it's going to be called now, yeah. Yeah. I think he still would have stayed until the end of the Euros because yeah. he didn't qualify automatically and it was going through a playoff. I think that's why Kenny came in. And I think we still have this basis where managers have to qualify when we don't have the players for it. As I said, I said I think we'd be in a better position in four to five years' time when we have players maturing into their mid twenties, early thirties, who can actually sustain a push for a European spot or whatever it might be. Our biggest goal at the moment, what I would think it is, is to hold our second seed. If we beat Bulgaria. We have a very strong possibility of being the second Z team in a world qualifying group, which is fucking huge. It puts us in yeah. the same category as Denmark, Wales, Northern Ireland, yeah. um, Ukraine, all these big countries. We're not good enough to compete with them, though. No, but it puts us in the same pot as them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it means we avoid them, like, yeah. Along yeah. with England or the Netherlands or Spain or Germany, whatever it might be. And if we want to give ourselves a chance, I think fuck the Nations League. If we get relegated, we get well. Obviously, they go hand in hand. Uh, we get these, we get the same, yeah, we get yeah. the right amount of points to get us up in the seasons. But I think that's what our focus needs to be: is beating Bulgaria purely for a seasons base, and then starting again from the uh, the World Cup next year. Yeah, so I I see what you're saying there about like obviously we're not going to sack. We don't have the money to bring in obviously someone new. But you have to ask yourself, how are we able to pay the managers previous that big of a contract? I know they were fucking obviously over our fucking budget and stuff, and then but we've got rid of John Delaney as well, who's a massive wage gap. Um, where's the money? Like, why why haven't we got but that money? No, it's not. The previous managers were all paid by philanthropists, so they're paid by the likes of um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Like oh, I know. Now, Trapattoni's initial was partly paid by Michael O'Leary. So Michael O'Leary yeah. took it on himself to pay half of it. Stephen O'Brien was the other one. Stephen O'Brien was one of the people who paid Trapattoni initially, and Stephen O'Brien also was a major part of paying for O'Neill and Kim. Yeah. And with, obviously, all the controversy that broke with the FEOI, these people didn't want to be associated with the FEOI anymore or help contributing to wages for managers. Yeah. These are people who just, one, they were doing it as a tax write-off because it was a... Uh, Government, because yeah, it was yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. basically they were able to write it off as a, as a tax write-off. Yeah. Ultimately, it was affecting their publicity as well as being people who were putting money into the FEI, who were being corruption. Who were who were paying for ten thousand euro suits? Yeah. The in fucking uptown Manhattan. Yeah. So the money was never there to pay for these managers. There was always people who came in as supporters of Ireland. 
um, which we're not going to encourage at the moment, or we're not going to get in at the moment, which is the way the FAO... Because no one's supporting that's, no, that's why there's no money there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's another thing that me and Madam were talking about, I don't know whether you are um, watching, you're going to obviously watch the match tomorrow. You're not, or you're not watching any? No, probably not. Um, me and Melon were talking about doing a watch along, as in doing this this type of thing, um, where we're talking about it, but obviously recording it, but live streaming it on YouTube, so people can actually watch it along with us and comment on it as well. I don't know if you'll be up for that. Can't believe we're dropping this on in the middle of the podcast. I know. <laughs> I was going to say it to you earlier, but I said fuck it. I'll, I'll drop it to you right now. Something to keep in the back pocket anyway. It might be might be something say, that I'd say put it up as like a poll on Instagram to see if people want to yeah. listen to what's fucking yeah. while watching Ireland. It's more depressing than watching show you football and listening to four Quinns Mallon. Yeah, listen to show you listening to show you podcast as well. Um yeah. so look it might be something I, I think uh, me and Mellon have done something similar to that before, I think, with uh through other stuff, but uh, we might we might do it. I'll, I'll see how how we fix and we tie in with you tomorrow, man. We we'll go through something. Yeah. Um. Right, lads. Look, we we'll move off the Ireland thing. Um. I think we have covered a good bit on that and got some good opinions on it. So, um. What I'll just do is just give people a quick update on how we're standing at the the competition. Bit. <laughs> I'm, sure oh, gonna, I'm sure he's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna love to hear this. <laughs> so, um. We did have a couple of pullouts at the end, so Lawler and yeah, Boris talk. pulled out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the way we have standed is so, Connor, you lost your bet. I mean, one of my bets, all three of them lost. <laughs> so it was close. <laughs> Melon, you lost your bet. Yeah, uh, Spain and Croatia let me down. Right, and, and Nesta who both seem to be winning this week. <laughs> uh, Nesta who won the tournament or the competition last week, I suppose, he lost and he had put all his Tour de Euro winnings on another bet and that lost. So Nesta is now back to zero. Chris lost as well. So user all on minus ten because he's gonna be putting in another ten this week. Myself and Water, however, Uh, I'm up two forty four in profit. <laughs> I mean, profit, profit is profit. Water is down seventy five cent, but he remains in the competition and doesn't have to uh, top up his account with a tenner. So I watched the third hole of a ghost that getting absolutely peppered all weekend. I won't come put it in the hole on one shot. It's like four hole in ones on the practice round, so it's like, ah, no, that's way too many on the practice round. There's going to be none in the four round. Damn, did it via water? Never mind just putting the ball in the fucking air. <laughs> so, um, Warrior, what, what bets did you have? You had. I had um, no hole in ones in the Masters. Yeah. Like three euro on that, I think, and that came through. Yeah. And that um, was a five. Oh, no, you put two euro on it, and it was a 525 return. Yeah. And then I had. England to be Ireland, which was the banker of bankers. Yeah, you put three quid on that and you got back 390. Yeah, and then I had Germany and Spain to win. So Germany won and then Spain were the fuckers that let me down after missing two panels. Sergio Ramos. Yeah. yeah, so you had a fiver on that one and that would have returned 12 euros. So um, yeah. that one was 
uh, a bit unlucky. I had uh, I had it spread over two bets, so I had Brazil, Sunderland, the Grafschap, um, Egypt, and Legans, and that lost. And then I had the winning bet was Hull, Egypt, and Germany. A nice little treble there, and I got back twelve forty four. So, lads, I have already done my bet. Water, have you? You've done your bet as well, haven't you? Yeah, I put it all on one bet. Um, and I'd done that bet for you because that money is in my account, and that bet was the money is that in was, uh, under one point <laughs> five goals for Ireland and Bulgaria. There you go. That's that tells us all we need to know about how that game's going to go in terms of uh, yeah. goals. I, I have twenty five euro. Yeah, so it's actually it's actually not a bad one. Um, I have gone with. Oh, sorry, I have it all down here. I have gone with. Bayern Munich, Juventus, Man United, Ajax, and Rangers all to win. I have put in all my 12.40 on that. 12.44, sorry. And that is going to return for me a tidy little... One second. Ah, I'm having problems with me, Sky, but I'll get that up for you there later. But, um, yeah, all my, all my winnings are going on that, so I'm going to just... I'm gonna just keep doing that where they're all like one to one to three and stuff like that and hopefully build that right up. Uh lads we're gonna move on to the bets now so we can just go straight into it. Have you got any you Connor, I know you don't have your competition bet done, don't you know? No, I don't, but I have three bets done anyway as well. Melon, just a quick one, do you don't have your competition bets done, do you? Uh I don't have any bets for the weekend on, but I do have my competition bet done. Right, go on, give us your competition bet there. It's for the games tomorrow, the internationals. Um, right. I've stuck my 10 euro on England, Belgium, and Netherlands all to win. Three to one. Um, what's that? Three to one, so you're 40 quid back from that? Yeah. Right. Um, that's not a bad one. Connor, sorry, my one, my uh, five all that I threw out there returns 34 26, so not too bad. Um, Connor, do you want to hit us up with one of your uh, weekend bets? Yeah, I have done a a six fold, a four draws, and a banker treble. Ooh, saucy! Uh, give us your give us your six fold. So my six fold um, five roll payback, three hundred and seventy euro. Nice. So what's that? At sixties. 60, yeah, 60, 65, 65, 65 or so, yeah. Um, I have done Lincoln to beat Accrington. Good day. Done, exactly. Uh, Fleetwood to beat Plymouth. Okay. Watford to beat QPR. Watford have been on a bit of a poor run recently, haven't they? Yeah, I've done the last two weeks and they've drawn and got beaten. So just They're surely going to bounce back. Yeah, surely bounce back soon, I think. Uh, Swansea to beat Rotherham. Yeah. Exeter to beat Oldham. Yeah. Stevenage to beat Bolton. Nice. Do you know what? Actually, that is one that I didn't throw into anyone, but I should have. Uh, Swansea. They're against what Rotherham. Price They're... Well. What, price, what price are they? Uh, I got Swansea at 4-6 at home. That's not a bad price for an accumulator, yeah. That's not a bad one at all. Um, I'll try out one of my ones. Um, I have an eight-fold, 69 to one. Yeah. 
I've got Charlton to beat Gillingham. I've got Ipswich to beat Shrewsbury. I've got Peterborough to beat Blackpool. I've got Exeter to beat Oldham. I've got Cambridge to beat Southend. I've shown Chelsea in to beat Newcastle. Um, I've put United in. And just as I said there two seconds ago that I'd never put Swansea in, I have Swansea in this bet. <laughs> I have Rudder to beat Swansea. <laughs> yeah, I've got Rudder to beat Swansea, minus four. Uh, no, so I've got Swansea then to beat um, Rotherham. So, yeah, 69 to 1 for that one. Uh, do you want to throw us out your four draws? Yeah, four draws. I have, um, it'll pay back, what's that? 106 to 1. Not far off. It's actually more than that. It's a fucking quick match. 111. Oh, not a bad guess. Um. I have Scunthorpe and Morecambe draw. Yeah. I have Barrow and Forest Green. Yeah. Preston and Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. And Wolves Southampton. Nice, yeah. So that's not a bad. Uh, Five hundred and forty. Yeah, that's not a bad little uh, return there. So I've actually done a five-fold draw bet. So I've gone with Doncaster Sunderland to draw. I've gone with Rochdale Wimbledon. I've gone with Leighton Orient Harrogate. Uh, I've gone with Stevenage and Bolton to draw. And I've gone with Woken and Barney. I think I don't know, I think they seem pretty doable like. Three hundred and eighty four to one. So the the fifth the fifth draw lashes up the, the odds. Like usually you get on four draws roughly between 100 to 115 to 1. So the actual one gets you 384 to 1. Not bad. Less exactly. Uh, but that's the way we like to do it here. Uh, well, that's the way I like to do it. Uh, I've got a... I'm going to throw out another A-fold accumulator I've got there, right? It's a bit more risky, but uh, if it comes off, it pays 140 to 1. So I've gone with Ipswich to be Shrewsbury. I've gone with Charlton again to be uh, Gillingham. Gone with Peterborough again. Gone with United again. I've got I've thrown Bournemouth in to be Redden. Um, I've thrown in a draw. I've gone with Middlesbrough and Norwich to draw. And I've gone with Celtic to be Hibs. And I've gone with Dortmund to be here to Berlin. I think, I think that's doable. Like, Not bad. Five round that, that I get you back with 700. I think that's decent enough. Um, what have you gone with for your treble? Your banker. For my banker, where is it? So, the bank. Well, so my banker treble uh, is eleven to one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gap's going on this. The gap is on this. I've got. I think it's all right. The Premier League one is that. Right. Okay. Except. it's a banker it's a Premier League one except and then you know it's okay two or three teams are over even right okay let me hear it Uh, Villa to beat Brighton at 11 to 10 yeah I mean like it's not um, yeah okay I'll allow it Everton to beat Fulham at 5 to 6 yeah and Palace to beat Burnley at seven to four. Yeah, I mean, very, very doable there. Like that's that's not um, it's not a bad one. Like, what would you t- be thinking about on that? Yeah, I. Do you want to be 
well, obviously cautious. I would say one of them would be cautious of, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the other two will let me down. Yeah. Um, but probably the most cautious over like Bernie Palace. Yeah. Um, purely because of not knowing what way Bernie will play, well, they'll just we'll exactly. drop off and, and look, pick up points. Yeah. Um, they're at home, so I hope they'll push out a little bit, and that's where Palace can exploit them. Mm. But um, that'd be really one of the, the, the most nervous about it. said, I think Everton are going to put Fulham to the sword a little bit. Um, yeah. I guess it's in the, uh, yeah. when we ran through this earlier on. Yeah. And I'd be happy enough with Villa being Brighton at home. With yeah, they sure do. Around. Yeah. Um, and stake wise, what do you reckon? Do you reckon are you going any more than a tenner on that? Would you be throwing 20 on it? 50 even? I don't know if I go. I like, I like to reserve like 50 for if I picked one of them that I felt really confident about. Yeah, yeah. I know 50, I'd go maybe Villa. Villa, at 11 to, at Villa at 11 to 10. Yeah. Make a, make a 100 quid off of it. Yeah. Um, and monitor as a cash out. I think yeah, for yeah. doing it with the trade on, it's just too much variable. Yeah, too risky. On, I'd, probably, I'd probably stick 20 as a maximum on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, I've got one. Like I, I usually would do a banker, but I'm actually calling me competition better banker. It's a bit. Um, right. Open myself up for a bit of stick, but look, I've gone with one a bit left field here, and it was one that I love doing these bets, and I usually always throw a five or worth on these type of bets. Um, usually five one euro bets. So I've done five games. Um, both teams to score and win. So I've gone with Ipswich, both teams to score and win. I've gone with Oxford to beat Wigan and both teams to score. I've gone with Exeter to beat Oldham, both teams to score. I've gone with Cambridge to beat Southend, both teams to score. And I've gone with Chelsea to beat Newcastle and both teams to score. And that will get you back 553 to 1. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the games and I'm thinking goals in game in all them. Like I don't see any nil alls really there. Like. Yeah, um, so yeah, so 553 to 1 on that one. Um, lads, we've no more bets there, have we? I think that's us done on the betting front. Anyway, as I said, I'm finished with betting now after fucking <laughs> football on my ass at the weekend. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, bring us gets the fucking payday anyway. Um, well, lads, look, we might we might tie in again tomorrow and see what the crack is with watching that Ireland match. If you're interested, we'll have a chat about it. Uh, yeah, people are interested, let us know. And yeah, I'm going to be watching it anyway with a few a few tinny tin tins. So. Exactly, yeah. I think I might get a few tinny tins myself in. Um, I'm here shouting abuse with you or when I'm shouting abuse on my own. Shouting abuse will take <laughs> I, place. I, I genuinely think... <laughs> If we can get people in and watching this and get people's opinions as we're watching, I think it'd be good crack. And it could be something we could do regular enough. We might even get one a Premier League game in on the weekend oh, or something. We get like a, could we get like a, a live question feed or something going? Is well, there, there will be a chat. There will be a chat where people can actually talk to us. Like that works. So I could I could set that up. Like um, lads, right? We're gonna leave the podcast at that. There, we've been going on for a good while. So um, we, I believe we have some Call of Duty to play. Um, so, what? Today I'm a celebrity on, and I've got to watch the bake off. Oh, Jesus, you're you're done, you're fucking you're booked up for tonight. So, uh, lads, look, thanks for coming on. Um, I hope to have you again next week. So, uh, Connor, cheers for coming on. Thanks for having me. Talk to you later. Lord, cheers, it's always a pleasure. Nice one, man. Cheers, lads. Right, lads, this has been the Football Bets For You podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.